Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, Eric, your non-expert, and uh, sitting next to me, well, that's that's you, listener. And who's that standing in front of the bus? That's literally God! Actual God! That is the deity, the being who will now be... We have voted and has established her God... What is the first thing that you make different, Metzger, now that you have been voted by the class as God? Metzger? <laughs> I'm just vibrating. <laughs> um... So, so yeah, we, this is, as you can obviously tell is, uh, is an anime show. Um, you, have you been, oh, I guess it says anime tour bus. Like, could you imagine not reading the side of the bus before you just <laughs> climb stepping on and meeting literal God and then me, your, uh, class president. Um, and then you listener, I guess the dog, I, okay. So let's just kind of jump lot in going on there. <laughs> so, uh, this is Comey Can't Communicate is our first one that we're doing today. And we're so sorry we missed last week, listener. We had a lot going on. A Mostly of... that Metzger became God. So Yeah, uh-huh, that's what happens when you... I... Actual Christian God. Well, I was going to say something about, like, you know, Halloween and ritualistic suicide and stuff, but... Dark as fuck. So we have a lot to unpack for Komi-san. I mean, not okay. A lot. We have a lot of strings that we must interweave together to create the plot of Komi-san because there's not a lot to unpack. Everything here can be taken at face value. Like Komi gets a dog and that dog is a girl named Agari. Favorite kind of dog. Girl dogs. A person. Dog girls. <laughs> Bow wow. Why? Komi san's on a quest to obtain a hundred friends. And someone encourages her to go befriend a girl named Agari because Agari also has public speaking issues. But when Komi san ends up kind of choking on her own words and instead just aggressively far follows Agari, it pushes Agari to overcome her fear of public speaking, and she wants to show her gratitude by becoming Komi-san's dog. Becoming a dog, yeah, that's the big crooks of it, isn't it? Yeah, this show is a lot weirder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I half ass apologize for every anime every season where I'm like, I'm actually I, I'm into this one. This one's got me. This one I'm I'm hooked on. I'm, is, it, is it the yandere? So for me, it's that when they do something, they make it as intense as I myself when I was in grade school felt that everything was. They're not in grade school. They're in high school, but OK, whatever. That's that's just part of grade school. The grades just keep going up. Um, unless you're like me, in which case, that's a D in Spanish. Uh, so, <laughs> no me gusta. So, yeah, I'm really into this one and how it 
just exaggerates life's experiences. That's uh, it really hits me good. See, I feel like the show is supposed to be a charcuterie board of caricatures. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that five times fast. Charcuterie board of caricatures. I'm just doing it the once. Okay. Well, you you nailed it then. The thing that I didn't ask for you to do. <laughs> Always living up to expectations that I myself made just instantaneously the moment before. Eric, always lowering the bar so he can live up to your expectations. Look at this bar, it's barely off the ground. Little hop. <laughs> All you have to do is just not trip on it. Immediately breaks nose. Well, now that Komi-san has friends, her parents buy her a cell phone. But then she struggles asking people for their numbers, mostly because she wants Todano's number first, because he's first friend, right? And best boy. First friend, first choice, yeah. Yeah, but Todano doesn't understand like the significance of being asked for his phone number. Like, classic boy. <laughs> doesn't understand. Oops. So, um... Then she's having some struggle bus issues once she does get everybody's phone number, which was a task because she's like, oh, I have everybody's phone number. Stares at it, not knowing what to do, and then pretends to make a call. Oh, sees but she's Box. so cute. She's, she's over so there adorable miming. Here. She's like, do, 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 do. And then she's like wiggling her legs on the bed and stuff like that. And then sees Box has like, raised phone to head to call this person and she has the phone raised and then she hears uh hey uh <laughs> what's up girl <laughs> i'm sorry this number is not in use yeah goodbye i like, <laughs> I like how she can awkwardly explain that this is not a working number and it's like you know, super clearly her. The number that called you. <laughs> it's not working. Oh, man. I wish I had done that. Been like, hey, girl, you want to go on a date sometime? Ew, no. Sorry, the number you have texted is no longer in service. <laughs> Thank you for enrolling in CatVax. Vax. <laughs> And then I have to send them cat facts forever. So anyways, I still talk yeah. to my ex sometimes. We'll send her cat facts. <laughs> and they're getting more because there's only so many facts out there, right? So now they're just getting like more and more preposterous. Like, did you know that most cats are horses? Comey is proclaimed God instead of class president, <laughs> though. Yeah, because um, they're... They try to save her because they're like, oh, there's just class president left. Who's going to want? And then all eyes turn to her. Obviously her. Yeah, that girl that never talks. Because she has such devil now. Yeah. But in fact, they're like, oh, we got to save her. So then they, they volunteer for various positions to protect her. Then they're like, we have to structure the entire organization to make her at the top. Five minutes later, she's literally God. I really enjoy how they're like, Komi-san is too good to be class president. We need to declare, we need to make a new title to declare Komi-san. And the teacher just rolls with it. She's like, God damn it, fine. 
Uh, you know what? Well, I don't know. This isn't like American. Uh, She's school. like, I wore my sweats to work today. This is fine. We were just going to do one of those Planet Earth movies, but whatever. I'm into this now. Okay. Who wants to be, uh, let's see, Satan? Does anyone want to? <laughs> yeah. And who's the class reject? Yeah. Well, we know who that is. Because it's actually not Tadano. Really? Who's the class I, reject? I, I don't know, but Tadano's the president. Well, yeah, that's just because they didn't come up with the Satan angle, which we, because we're smarter than them. Hey, did. stop stop fidgeting. Me? Yes. Oops. I, I was hear playing that. With a, I was playing with a measuring tape while sitting here. I'm going to put it a further away from me. <laughs> Thank you. The problem is, is that you always play with it while you're talking. And I can't edit that out. Well, obviously, I as an as a as an editing expert now. <laughs> hmm. Sorry. Lost I'm glad shit. I'm drinking a, a hot liquid. So that way I have to be cautious with it. And I don't choke when you say something extra dumb. <laughs> oh wait no sorry um we didn't talk about the slap hands game oh yeah so i just Mr. didn't i just plain didn't like that the slap hands game yeah i just didn't like any of that bit i didn't i didn't understand the game and now i feel detached from these teenagers i don't feel cool anymore uh i don't feel Is hip. <laughs> me walking up to these cool teens is this tiktok <laughs> is this what the TikToker is? <laughs> Me putting two thumbs in the air. I have TikToked. <laughs> so, anyways, I at least feel a little bit better that Comey doesn't seem like she gets it either. I mean, <laughs> even if she did understand it, she wouldn't be talking. She does not understand what the fuck she is is supposed to say. Would she be capable of saying it? And then, well, so so then there was an obsession with her making a kissy face. Which yeah, the the loser had to make the kissy face. I didn't get. I I was like, okay, like of all the faces to make, like I guess that's something. Like, well, I mean, they're high schoolers. They're like super horny, right? So I guess that... <laughs> literally anything, no matter how it comes. <laughs> just like if I could just watch Comey's son make out with air, I could die happy. Um, there's a girl. I didn't catch her name though, but there's a girl that wants to defeat Comey-san in physical fitness, and and not as in like be better at, than her at a sport. It's things that like tricked me. Yep. It's things like how long your torso is while sitting, and like how good your eyesight is, and which is weird. Is that a thing? Like because I feel like I'm average. Well, so my torso's wide, but I'm like normal height torso. I mean, I have a long torso. Got Metzger is mostly torso. Got weird arms, though. I do not you. Okay, I was like, my arms are normal. Fuck you. <laughs> Just being like, Mesker, what you got with them orangutans? No, that's not this Metzger. That's a different Metzger. Either way, Komi-san's none the wiser that this is even going on. And her nemesis just kind of considers it a tie. I really like that little offshoot. I wonder if they become friends later. 
Well, I like the thing where she's like, I clearly lost in all categories, but there must be somewhere where short, chubby girls are desired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it a draw. That was fun for me. And then it kind of reminds me, I had this uh, chemistry professor who, like, he he had a very long beard and he like stops the lab midway through and he goes, Hey, and I go away and he goes, I have the longest beard of any science professor in this whole fucking university. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, Davenport shaved his and now I'm ruler. <laughs> So he made a contest for him only to win. And one other professor was beating him, but then shaved their beard. So now he's number one. Okay. I told coworkers about this podcast. (laughs) They're going to be like, this area guy's dumb. So are we going to talk about the yandere? Do you know what a yandere is? Go ahead and give it to me. Yandere. A yandere is often a female character in anime who becomes violently possessive of a love interest. Ooh, so that was that thing. Yes. So I I don't think, I mean, she loves Komi, like Yamai Mm -hmm. loves Komi. But I don't think it's like romantically loves. I think it's just this like, she's turned her into like an idol. I mean, I I get that. Um, there was the point where she captured the boy, and then was like, "I'm gonna, hey, you want to go to the mountains?" <laughs> no, no, it was. It puts you, the lotion on the skin. It was. Do you like the mountains or the sea more? That's right. And he's like, "More," and she's like, "I'll take you there." Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Let's go see the rabbits, George. So, yeah. And eventually there's this this thing, which is like, you know, I can choose my friends for myself. I don't I don't need you. And then she's like, hey, I put you in danger. Of course, all this is written. She's not necessarily saying this. Uh, I don't I I put you in danger. That's bad. You can't be friends anymore. And. We can't be friends anymore. I feel like I've been put in this situation. Not necessarily where I've been kidnapped and and a quiet girl is like, you know, uh, friendship breaking up with me. But that thing where there's like a reason for us to not be friends anymore and I'm kind of missing it. And then he has a fucking good one liner, which is like, I can choose my friends for myself. Then immediately apologizes profusely for it. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Even I know I shouldn't say that. (laughs) And, you know, she almost cries over it. And then we end up becoming friends with Yandere anyways, because, you know, anime. She apologizes, but not really. She might yeah. still kill him. Yeah. I'm hoping that there ends up being a Sundere by the time this is all said and done. Everyone likes a good Sundere. There is a very particular type of person in this world that likes a Yandere. You know what a Sundere right. is? Nope. All right. We're going to save that definition for if we ever should. Oh, there's a Sundere in our next one, I think. Wait, we. Okay, never mind. Is All that right, like hi. an obsessive male? No, a Sundere is. Um, I think I'm a Sundere. <laughs> 
<laughs> a sundry is um i think i'm a sundry that could be anything L- listener that could be any we established she's literally god from the first step you know that she's a scalper you know that she lets demons on board that pretend to be me you know that she is like the caretaker of an old one bus you know that she has some job somewhere doing something at a store and then i don't know listener this could be any oh you also know that she's the queen of halloween so this could literally be anything all right metzger your turn okay so a a is a character who switches from being tough and cold towards a love interest into being soft and sweet it could have been anything (laughs) (laughs) so a is Usually at first they're just kind of, um, they're like maybe an enemy or they're, they're Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. I'm calling it. I'm going there. I'm telling you Vegeta's a Sundere. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Someone would have to first comment on anything that we do or tweet at us or literally anything to challenge me that Vegeta is a Sundere. But if they were to um it would be at anime tour bus on instagram anime underscore bus on twitter and me and weboot.wordpress.com oh he stumbled 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 but made it um uh, cindere does things like it's not like i like you or anything you loser and then it's like also i made you lunch Um, so what I'm going to do now to transition to our uh, spookier one, which is uh, Miko-chan. Meruko. Nailed it. Uh, So what I'm going to do, I have in front of me um, a physical copy of a book, which I know is unheard of nowadays. Um, And this book is called The Infernal Dictionary. And I'm just going to read you one entry from this infernal dictionary about a, uh, a demon. So this one's name is Garuda, a fabulous bird that is often depicted with the head of a handsome young man, a white collar and the body of an eagle. It serves as a mount to Vishnu as the eagle was used as a vehicle for Jupiter. The Indians said that he was born of an egg that his mother Dietri had laid and that she had been brooding for five years. So anyways, this is the books of Devils, Gods, and Spirits, the Dictionary of the Infernal. So we're just going to... Yeah? So the only Garuda I know has tits. Well, I was actually looking for those, as you can possibly imagine, Um, and I didn't didn't find any, sadly. Um, The stink lack of tites, as they're traditionally called um she garuda is a very common summon in the final fantasy universe and always has tits well um well that that was just kind of so they definitely didn't follow their source material very well (laughs) uh yeah i mean like if you're gonna put it in you know something mainstream make it have titties that's uh that's basics metzger um so yeah that that was just a, a bit that we can maybe try out for. <laughs> I don't know. We're how getting that... into this. 
spook time. I don't know how any of that is supposed to pertain to Meruko. Well, because there's a lot of spooks in this, and we're just going to cover some some demons as we we go into these spookosaurs. Because, man, they're trying to get you. So you decided the spookiest thing is to pull up Buddhist bird person. Hold up. There's more in here than that. Like, there's... uh, well, I'm trying to find a short one. Ooh, here we go. Uh, this is Andras, uh, Grand Marquis of the Underworld. We see him appear with the body of an angel, the head of a screeching owl, straddling the back of the wolf and bearing in hand a sharp saber. He teaches to those he favors how to kill their enemies, masters, and servants. This is he who raises discords and quarrels. He commands 30 legions. And they show him right here, butt naked, Harry Potter style on a, on a wolf. Still not spooked. He's, he's uh, got long toenails. Does that do anything? Mm, no. How about well, like... Until the, next week. <laughs> <laughs> how about the Yukiona? Is that in there? Ooh. Wait a moment. Is it spelled with a Y? Mm-hmm. It is not. It's a small book, though. So I will say it's not there's the, not as many not demons the... as one would have hoped. Yeah, that's a snow yokai that uh, will, like, trick men. Metzger, when we were uh, playing that game, I really felt like maybe that was... Uh, what was the name of that game once more? Phasmophobia. So that gave me vibes same as here, because sometimes I could see them, and when I could see them, they they were out to get me. You can't let them know you see them. Oh yeah, and phasmophobia. If you see them after the new update, it's too late. You're you're dead. (laughs) You're fucked. (laughs) It's pretty much how that goes. First and foremost, I want to play more of that. Secondly. Um, that gets us real into Spook Town. So, oh, do you have a synopsis for these two episodes? Um, not. It's hard to do a synopsis for multiple episodes, so I just kind of skipped that. Okay. Uh, I guess if we could encapsulate, though, like my general feelings as yeah. watching that is, God, I miss Halloween. <laughs> spook time is a uh, pr- pretty good time. We just did a D&D recording for, for Horizon Adventures uh, this past Sunday on Halloween. And we got in uh, two and a half episodes. We're going to have to finish up the Halloween one next uh, time we record. But uh, we got in two and a half episodes that were very spooky. Metzger again like a heroin addict, so she probably doesn't believe you. Well, I know one especially, the the one that's going to be coming out next, uh, which is called Friend or an Enemy, um, is is pretty spooky. <laughs> the other ones, eh. <laughs> but that being said... Um, so Miko is going to go meet Hana at a cafe, and it's all going according to plan, but she keeps hearing like these teenage, these other teenage girls, and she's like, "Oh, it's my people." And then she turns around and sees this ghost that's got three heads, and it's just being like a super chatty Kathy. Such and, gossip. 
I, I mean, for one, I'm I couldn't resist. I'd be like, give me that juice. I need that gossip. Yeah. Do I know who this is? What school did they go to? <laughs> oh, man. And the the existence, the presence, the pressure, the social pressure. Of this ghost causes Miko to miss her bus stop, but it's mm. fine. It's the ghost fine. gets off at that bus stop, gets tricked. Yeah, it super does. But it's fine because you know who's even more late? Hana. Hana is such a ditz. <laughs> but she has wild aura though, right? Oh yeah. Her aura carries her through life. Yeah. So also titties. I mean she carries those through life. I don't think they carry her. They're too big. They're heavy. Or spine. I've been doing some mobility stretching and stuff like that, stretching out my spine and Golly gee willikers, if I had b- bigger boobs, this would suck so much. Ugh. My waiting, heart though. goes out to you. Big, big titty girls. Big, big titty goth girls. Mesker, we're just going to cut that part. No, <laughs> that's probably welcome to the end bit. <laughs> I hate that so much, but I also think it's good audio. Okay. So while Tenuous. waiting... While waiting, Miko accidentally makes eye contact with this handsome, handsome young man who is haunted by a very jealous woman. And Miko then has to prove that she's not interested in in the handsome boy. And she does this by fawning over wrestling men. I love big, strong, masculine men. And I love the the ghost like looking up at that boy looking down at the picture the slow gear turn in her head <laughs> that boy is not big strong and masculine okay and then it literally says the line she's safe <laughs> <laughs> but then this other girl shows up and she's got her own like entourage yeah she's got a lot of like creepy guys so they're made for each other it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah and he had just gotten off the phone with one girl and was like hitting on her and then another girl came up and then it was like who's that (laughs) so it's very clearly like a, a playa they were they were very much so made for each other so and they yeah. want to go buy some prayer beads because Miko convinces Hana that they're like about to be trendy. So itchy. But um, every time we come across a ghost, like the prayer beads just bust. Well, and it was it was like working for some of the ghosts, but then big ghost comes along and is literally stalking her being like so itchy and exploding them. So it seems specific to this one bigger ghost. So maybe it would work on the small boys, but definitely not the the bigger guys. Yeah, definitely. So then they um, after they break, they hunt down this uh, godmother of downtown. And they're going to get some prayer beads from her, thinking maybe, you know, the budget prayer beads from Akihabara or whatever aren't going to cut it. The godmother of downtown is a con artist. But she has some power. 
But it seems like she comes from a place of power. And then as she's gotten old, she's lost some of that spirituality. And now just, like, convinces people that she can help their love life. By bribing men at the bar to flirt on women. <laughs> only work twice more because that's <laughs> only the amount of men I paid. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If somebody paid me to hit on them, I would do it. I'm a slut. Yeah, no, I mean, I would do that. Be like... Hey, girl, you looking cute, especially if I knew like the girl wanted that because I don't want to I feel forever uncomfortable talking to anyone ever. Except you, Metzger. I don't know. And the godmother. Is like. Reinvigorated, she's inspired, she wants to get back to she wants to stop conning people and go back to actually helping people. I will devote my life to helping this girl. Here's my most powerful magic item. Take it. And (laughs) instantly breaks. So anyways, she moves back home, which is something that she never thought she would do. Didn't want to be a burden on her family. So she basically got nothing now. I hope that's not the last we hear of this woman. In the next episode, Miko is pretty much just trying to cope with all of this shit. Demons. All All the the shit everywhere. And it's making her super skittish and jumpy. And her little brother thinks that she's got like an abusive boyfriend. So he's checking her body for hickeys while she's sleeping or like trying to get in the bath with her. Yeah, I thought that was okay. So is this a Japanese thing where like siblings bathe together? Yeah, they seem far too old for this. So um, in Japan, public bathing is like a normal thing. Like, they actually have public baths that you can go to, and, you know, they're usually gendered, though. So, it's not going to be quite as extreme as this, but bathing in Japan is kind of a much different thing than it is in America. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't like it. I kind of got weird energy from it. But also, she, uh, apparently, like, during commercials and stuff, there's, like... You know, oh, hey, look at this, this girl. And then meanwhile, there's a demon being like, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to get a soda. And then she sees like a tiny fat old man running around naked. But it's a demon, clearly. And then she goes after the tiny fat old man, which, okay. Then it's not a tiny fat old man. It's a big... (laughs) monstrosity oh my god so anyway she didn't get her quarter back you know a raven ends up taking it or a crow or something then we wake up then saved my life we wake up the next morning and it's time for breakfast and earlier in the episode we had gotten some uh very special chestnut pudding it's like seasonal And you don't think it's going to be that big of a deal, but she's sitting there trying to have breakfast with her family and this giant fucking ghost shows up and she can't concentrate and the ghost has got stinky breath and it's just repeating the stuff that everyone says and it's really bothering her. So she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go to school. Pudding. Pudding. And she grabs the pudding out of the fridge and you're like, oh, she's just going to take it. You know, she's going to eat this pudding on the road. Road pudding. Then you think to yourself, 
whoa, that's cool. The dad keeps an altar of himself in his bedroom. And then you think to yourself, maybe I should start doing that. That sounds kind of cool. I can dig that energy, kind of make a shrine. Oh. I was going to uh, ask. Oh. I was... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to know, was that for the bit or was that actually what you were thinking? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> As our resident non-expert, when you see her put the pudding in front of the picture of her dad, are you like, wow, that's weird? Or did you understand what it was? immediately i'm like in my head okay do you want to get the play-by-play in my head yeah yeah i do i want the real thing this is all occurred within the same five seconds right because i got layers of thoughts on top of each other Uh uh-huh first thought was that's weird that he keeps a picture of just him in his bedroom why is it on a table like that Next thought was <laughs> kind of digging this energy. Maybe I should put a picture of myself on the table. <laughs> Third thought was this kind of reminds me of a shrine. Fourth thought at the end of the five seconds was, oh, fuck, this is a shrine. He's been dead the whole time. <laughs> so that was the exact order of operations. Oh, uh, and also a very common Japanese thing is they keep a family altar. Don't don't um Hispanic people do that too? I remember seeing that from the movie Coco. Um they also keep a family altar. I'm sure there are some differences in them though. <coughs> but yeah, uh it seems like you know, us rude ass Americans just don't, <laughs> don't don't care about dead people anymore. Ain't got space for that. I just built my new gaming computer. <laughs> I, I don't have time for a family altar. So usually they don't like inter. I gotta any... have space for P90X. They don't inter any like remnants of of their deceased loved ones. So it's not like keeping ashes or something like that. Even though say, we used to have Grandma uh, Eric's um, uh, ashes, and we used to keep those in a weird-looking, like pink jar, and that was in a in a closet in our storm basement cellar. Um, That's a weird place to keep Nana. Well, <clears throat> you know, we wanted to keep her to where the dog didn't like accidentally get into her or nothing, and then a pipe broke and kind of like got a whole bunch of like. Um, <clears throat> sewage on her <laughs> now that i'm actually saying it out loud i realize how weird and bad this is hold up <clears throat> okay so yeah we don't tend to do that and we turn around and he's like is that for me and then we see him like kind of kind of rest in peace yeah, because last year, it's a seasonal pudding. It's very special. It's And last year, apparently, he ate her chestnut pudding and then died in an accident and get, didn't get to apologize for eating her pudding. So, Which that is one of my number one worries, is that I accidentally eat a pudding and don't get to apologize for it. That is my Casper-level unfinished business. I think it's super special and very sad that like he would hold a earthly i almost said grudge but it's not a grudge 
But he would have some unfinished earthly business that is apologizing for eating his teenage daughter's pudding. I actually do super like that. It's very cute. Oh, it was very sad, and it fucked me up, and I completely forgot about it in the manga. So there was that uh, moment for me where I was like, wait a second. Dad. Wait, I don't remember the dad. Oh, no. Oh, no, I forgot about all this. Oh, no, I'm going to cry. Oh. Well, I mean, uh, that was uh, that was probably the best part of the, the episode, frankly. Oh, I mean, um, yeah. This anime is going to get really good, though. Uh, right it, now, it, I got it more is... in the Comey doesn't under it can't communicate. It's not that she doesn't understand. It's that she can't Com- communicate. Comey doesn't understand. Comey doesn't. Well, to be fair, I also didn't understand the game. I mean, I yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But that's okay, listener, because you can explain it to us on our Instagram or Twitter or me and weweird.wordpress.com. You can share with us. Or you can at least try. You can share with us. And if you can successfully describe it to me and Metzger, um, we will play it next time on the episode. Live with you, maybe. (laughs) Time to boot the Twitch stream back up. Oh, yeah. And with that... I think that's enough for today. We're pulling up to this stop. Hey, you can check out our other works at Science Snacks with Eric or at uh, Horizon Adventures, a D&D podcast. Or, you know, just interact with us. Check out the rest of these seasons and tell us what you think about these animes. But until then, my my heart goes out to you, you, Big Titty Goth Girls. My heart goes out to you, big titty goth girls. (laughs) God, that's got to become merch.